0: Kenny Malkin and/or Chris Letang, because Ron Hextall himself has stated in public that it's something that they'll be looking at this summer. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and/or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. I guess on the surface, from a sappy standpoint, it's easy because you'd love to have all three of your remaining core guys, that's capital C, core, finish out their careers in Pittsburgh. And when you look at Gino's age in particular, he's going to be 35 If you gave him another couple of years, he makes it to being 37, 38, whatever it is. Realistically, that's probably going to be about it. Letang, a little different. He's a little younger. And he's also fresh off what might have been one of his more complete seasons, uh, both regular season and playoffs as an overall player. And if there's any downward trajectory to either of their careers, the one thing I would probably single out would just be Malkin's conditioning uh, and or health, presuming one contributes to the other, which it can and maybe did this year. But it's not the simplest uh, assignment for a GM because the other thing that you literally can't afford to do is to commit too much of the salary cap to either of them. There has to be an understanding that it's not about asking for a hometown discount. It's more about letting them understand, look, we, we know and respect That you see a value, meaning you as in Gino and Tanger, you have you place a value on wanting to have your entire careers being played out in Pittsburgh. It adds to your legacy. You're staying here with Sid. The three of you will be linked together in Pittsburgh sports history, blah, 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 blah. Uh, But here's what we got to do to make it work. And oh, by the way, Kind of similar to the conversations that just had to happen this offseason between the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. If you'd like to compete for a fourth cup together and cement your legacy as one of the best groups uh, that's ever played together, in the NHL. Certainly of the cap era, certainly of this century. Yeah, you're going to have to, you know, <laughs> take something of a hit here. Malkin's salary for anybody who doesn't know this past season and through next season is 9.5 million, Latang's 7.25 million, and both contracts are up after next season. So they're entering Lame duck status, which is never a comfortable place either for a star player or for the team that's employed that star player through their entire careers. No one wants to walk into a season where there's uncertainty there. You might like it, I might like it from the standpoint that, hey, that'll really show Gino and he'll be more motivated and he won't, whatever. That's fine. That all sounds really good. It's not the real world. It's not how it works. There's a mutual respect there. There's a mutual understanding that they'd all like to finish this up together and compete for a championship, another championship, a fourth championship with this group. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is just 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T SportsNet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners of this show a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/dk. No contract. No catch. Cancel anytime. Fubotv.com/dk to get 15% off your first month. I'm not as married to the concept as some are that every time something goes awry with the Penguins, it's blow up the core. And I'm repeatedly on record to that effect. And I also repeatedly point to the Bruins as an example of why you don't need to do that. What you need to do is to make sure that your cap is still something that you can work with, that you're infusing enough fresh energy, younger players, so that some of the grinding, some of the, uh, the hard forechecking, skating, shot blocking, whatever else here, you make sure that your stars aren't doing that. The Penguins have some problems on this front. One of them is that their stars are constantly being tasked with sticking up for themselves because everyone else on the ice just skates away anytime something lousy happens to one of them. But setting that aside, they also don't have a whole heck of a lot of youth coming, to say the least. We're still talking about the same handful of people. Samuel Pullan, Nathan Legere, Drew O'Connor maybe. Pierre-Olivier Joseph, that might sound like it's a lot. It's not. Most organizations, and the Penguins themselves for a time, have a dozen guys on the way up. Penguins don't. They don't even really have a handful. And that's something that Hextall needs to change. And that's also something that Hextall needs to impart upon Malkin and Latang in these conversations that they're going to have. I hope it happens. I really do. I, I, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I'm also not going to lie to you. I think that the sappy effect is is significant. This was an incredible and still could be continuing an incredible run era for the Pittsburgh NHL franchise. If you can keep these guys and make a statement through that, that this is who we are as a franchise, I I think there's value in that. I think that there's something to the Penguins' brand that you want to continue, that you want to sustain past even the Crosby era when that most unfortunately comes to an end. You want to show people around the league, around the hockey world, that you do things right. But you got to do it in a way that it doesn't damage the product that's right there in front of you. These guys occasionally are still great players. They're eminently capable of being very, very good players who earn their contracts in more than a symbolic sense. Term, dollars, eh... That's tougher. I would say that if you put a couple of years on as an extension for each one of them at lower dollars than what they're getting right now, I'd say that's something palatable for both the Penguins and the players. But then I'm not Hextall, I'm not their agents, and I'm not their players. So, you know, we'll see how it shakes out. But am I generally, broadly in favor of this the answer is yes. I don't believe in the whole symbolic blowing up of the core to move on to the next generation. I just I, I don't believe that one thing interferes with the next. When we come back just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you by the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania, and they in turn need you. One dollar is all it takes to provide up to 10 full meals for those in need. That's for a limited time. That's why I enunciated there's usually five for a brief time it's ten because of a matching donor go to pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out more pittsburghfoodbank.org spell those out kevin dunn has our question today he asks in a flat cap world wouldn't the prudent move be to not re-sign malkin and Latank since cap space will be the most valuable commodity league-wide? Just wait and see who's available and what price, and wouldn't Alexander Barkov be a nice Geno replacement? Okay, well, (laughs) they're not getting Barkov. Uh, I see what you're saying. Cap space is valuable. But I'm going to ask you this, Kevin. If you're a GM in the NHL, and you're operating in a, a complete vacuum. And you know that you can have. Let's just stick with Letang here, because Malkin brings up a whole bunch of other issues here that feel to me like they're a distraction. You know, he's got the knee, he's got the you know, the the lousy first half he just had, and, and all this other stuff. So let's just stick with Letang here, just for the purposes of your question. Letang at six million dollars is. A steal and a half. He remains a defenseman who can command the entire rink when he's at his best. And even when he's not at his best, if you think back over this past 56-game regular season and even the playoff series against the Islanders, his valleys aren't what they were. And I know that seems uh, like a difficult thing to come to grips with because you would think that as he's getting older, the valleys would get that much worse. But what's happened is that as he's gotten older, it feels like he's just doing less of the what kind of plays. You know, they still come up on occasion. He still has his games, even a a week or two where he'll go through these funks where you you just wonder what in the heck's going on under that helmet. But not so much anymore. It's not as common and it's not as long-lasting when it does happen. I'd like to think that's a sign of maturity on his end. It's a sign of accepting that, uh, listen, when I was a kid, I could just make up for every single mistake I made just by flying all over the rink and getting the puck back. Maybe that's not as easy now as it was for him 5, 10 years ago. Don't get me wrong, he can still really, really, really skate. So think of your cap space and what's valuable in terms of what that money is and how the Penguins will, unquestionably in my mind, End up getting both Malkin and Latang at a significant discount rate, compared to what the other 31 NHL teams would have to pay. That's that's a valuable commodity too, Kevin, to borrow your own term. So don't. I, I, I'm going to keep encouraging people. Not that I'm here to convince you of anything. You can feel however it is you want, but stop thinking of the the core as something that needs to be blown up every time something goes wrong it needs to be more put in its place is probably a better way of wording it if younger players come along and take up the mantle take up the scoring mantle take up the leadership mantle and everything else great great make sure that the core understands that and these guys are believe me smart enough mature enough and hungry enough to win that they would do everything that they can to facilitate that they've done it already with younger guys when they've come along such as brian rust and jake gensel when they came so y- you see what i'm saying kevin i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of penguins and we'll do another one of these tomorrow